Second Chronicles chapter 22, verse 1. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem made Ahaziah his youngest son king in his stead, for the band of men that came with the Arabians to the camp had slain all the eldest. So Ahaziah the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, reigned. Both in the books of Kings and in the books of Chronicles, the king Ahaziah actually has two names. He's called Ahaziah and he's also called Jehoahaz. In chapter 21 that we just read, it called him Jehoahaz. And in this chapter, it's calling the very same man Ahaziah. I'm not sure why that was, but he did have two different names. Both of these names mean the same thing. Jehoahaz means God holds, and Ahaziah means God grasps, which means God has the world in his hand. He's in control of everything. I'm not sure if this is the same name in different languages or what, but it's basically the same name, but there's two different ways of saying it. Now, later on, there's another king called Jehoahaz, and I think that's a different king than the one that we're talking about, who is also called Ahaziah. 2. Forty and two years old was Ahaziah when he began to reign, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Athaliah, the daughter of Omri. His father had married a daughter of, of King Omri. So Athaliah was literally a witch, and that was the mother of Ahaziah. Now all of his uncles and cousins were dead, male cousins, because his father killed them. And his own brothers were dead because the pagans killed them. So his family had dwindled a lot, and the main person in his life was his evil mother. 3. And he walked in the ways of the house of Ahab, for his mother was his counselor to do wickedly. Everything she told him to do was something wicked, just like Jezebel always gave Ahab wicked advice. 4. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, as did the house of Ahab, for they were his counselors after the death of his father, to his destruction. All of the advice that he got from the house of Israel was all to his spiritual destruction because they were practicing pagans. So what they thought was a great idea was only leading him into the pit of hell. 5. He walked also after their counsel and went with Jehoram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, to war against Hazael, king of Aram at Ramoth-Gilead, and the Arameans wounded Joram. Jehoram and Joram are the same word. It's just, you know how some people can spell the same name differently? It's just a different spelling of the same name. Because he followed evil counselors, they convinced him that he and the king of Ahab should go to war against the Arameans, and they lost. And that's why we need to repent of our sins, obey the Lord, mind who we're being friends with, because when we sin and when we get in with the wrong people, we'll end up doing the wrong things. The devil's advice is always the worst advice. You can count on that. 6. And he returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds which they had given him at Ramah. That means Ramath Gilead, where he had fought in the battle. He returned home wounded when they fought against Hazael, king of Aram, and Azariah, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to see Jehoram, the son of Ahab, in Jezreel, because he was sick. The king of Israel was wounded, and the evil king of Judah who had fought with him went to go see him on his hospital bed.
7. Now the downfall of Ahaziah was of God, in that he went unto Joram. For when he was come, he went out with Jehoram against Jehu, the son of Nimshi, whom the Lord had anointed to cut off the house of Ahab. Jehu was a mighty warrior who God had appointed to bring Ahab down. And when the king of Judah, Ahaziah, went out to fight with Jehoram, he was fighting against Jehu. That made God very angry. We need to make sure we're on God's side, and that's why we should always ask God what he wants us to do, and not just run into things without asking first. You know, when I was young, I didn't think God answered questions. After I became born again, I realized that God loves to answer our questions. He may not answer it in the way that we expect or in the timing that we expect, but if we're really seeking an answer earnestly, he will give us the answer. And it might take a lot of time of prayer, even months, but he'll give you the answer when it's time for you to have the answer. 8. And it came to pass, when Jehu was executing judgment upon the house of Ahab, Now that means when the warrior Jehu was attacking the house of Ahab, just as God had told him to do, that he found the princes of Judah and the sons of the brethren of Ahaziah ministering to Ahaziah and slew them. He found Ahaziah's nephews and princes of Judah serving the king of Israel who was evil, and so Jehu killed all of them as well. 9. And he saw Ahaziah and they caught him. Now he was hiding in Samaria, in the pagan capital that the king of Israel had set up. And they brought him to Jehu, and slew him, and they buried him. For he said, He is the son of Jehoshaphat, who sought the Lord with all his heart. And there was none of the house of Ahaziah that had power to hold the kingdom. Instead of leaving him for the animals to eat, or hanging him in shame, they buried his body out of respect for his father who had actually served the Lord. See, Jehoshaphat served the Lord, but he married a pagan woman. So his son became a pagan, and his son was killed by the Lord. But they buried the son's body out of respect for the father. But look at how the father had actually caused his son to sin by marrying a pagan woman who would teach his son paganism. Every little thing we do in life matters. All of our decisions matter. 10. Now, When Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed royal of the house of Judah. At this point, this evil woman realized that if she went ahead and killed everybody else in the household, that she could take the throne by force and become queen of Judah. Now, there is no real queen of Judah, but she labeled herself as queen of Judah and killed a whole lot of people to get that throne. This is the same type of evil that Jezebel was. So she killed a whole bunch of children to get the throne of Judah, but it wasn't given to her by God. 11. But Jehoshabeth, the daughter of the king, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the king's sons that were slain and put him and his nurse in the bedchamber. There was a daughter of Ahaziah who was not on Athaliah's hit list because she couldn't inherit the crown anyway. And this shows that Athaliah knew that she was breaking the law by becoming queen because she didn't kill the other women in the household because she knew that being queen was illegal anyway, but she still made herself queen. So it shows you that she was fully knowledgeable that she was violating God's order and his laws. But she let the girls live, so one of the girls 
took the youngest boy and hid him and his nurse in the bedroom. Jehoshabeth, that's the girl who hid the boy, the daughter of King Jehoram, the wife of Jehoiada the priest, for she was the sister of Ahaziah, hid him from Athaliah so that she slew him not, meaning so that Athaliah did not kill the boy, because she knew that he would be the rightful heir with all of the other kids being dead. He would be the rightful heir of the throne, and she had to hide him until a time when he could be revealed and they could kick Athaliah out of the palace. 12. And he was with them hid in the house of God six years, and Athaliah reigned over the land. He went through his childhood hiding, while a wicked witch is ruling over the land. And that concludes Second Chronicles chapter 22.